The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's daf is being studied. The Zechin Nishmat and Nishmat more Zechini to be Yosef bin Sarah. The Nishmat to be Abraham bin Esther. The Ruach Hashem to Nihem began Eden. Amen. Fashlema Sarah Ruhama. We begin today's daf on Sadi Aleph Amud Rishon, and we are three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines down, starting from the Ibaya Lehu. Kemara has a question. Ibaya Lehu. Amra Lebada. A lady tells her husband, Gerashtani, you divorced me. But what? She doesn't have any records of the divorce, of the get itself. Either it got lost, or it got ripped up. So therefore the question is, what's her status? Do you say that we consider her divorced, we believe her, or not? Mao, what's the deen? Do you believe her, or not? That's the question on this daf. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar <clears throat> Menuna, comes along and tries to answer the question. Tashema. Which means, we learned in the case of our Mishnah. One of the cases of our Mishnah was what, where the lady comes and tells the husband, She was an Ishet Kohen. She comes along and says, I was Ne'insa. And therefore, Ne'insa, she becomes forbidden to the husband. She says, Even according to the second Mishnah, which we learned, that the second Mishnah held that she has to bring a proof that she is indeed... Uh, that if she just says Tema'ah, she's not believed until she brings a proof. Over there, we, we suspect that she's lying. Why? Over there, we suspect she's going to lie because the husband doesn't know. When she comes along and says Tema'ah, the husband doesn't know, so therefore you suspect that she's lying. Because maybe she saw somebody else that she has her eyes on. And that's why you don't believe her. However, when she comes along and says, you divorced me, the husband knows if he divorced her or not. And therefore, Mehemna will believe her. You know why? A rule. A lady is not going to be me'iz. Is not going to be brazen to lie in front of her husband on something that her husband knows about. Which means, according to this version of Rav Minunai, it's answering it very simply. When a lady comes along and says, Gerashtani, you believe her. You know why? Because the husband knows if he's divorced or not. She's not going to come and brazenly lie and say to the husband, you divorced me, when he didn't divorce her. So therefore, she's believed. Now, she ain't in the Mishnah, when, according to the Mishnah, when she said, Tema'ah, I am Tema'ah, you know why you don't believe her? Because she has every, she, she, it's, easy for, it's easy for her to lie. Because the husband doesn't know if she's Timah or not. So therefore, when she just says Timah, she doesn't bring it ayah, she's not believed because the husband doesn't know. But when the husband knows, like in the case of Girushin, the husband knows if he divorced or not, and she says Girashtani, she is believed, because Hazaka in Isham Mi'izah Bifneh Ba'alasrat Slavuhmanunas Shita, that the Girushin is indeed a Girushin. Amar le Rabah, comes along and says, Adraba. On the contrary, according to the first Sivaran, the Mishnah, we learned that when a lady says, she is believed. According to that, she tell, you know why she's believed? You know why? Because a lady is not going to say something that's going to make her embarrassed. 
So when she comes along, you know why I quote to the Mishnah Yishra when she says, Tema'ah, she's believed? Because that's very embarrassing to say such a thing. She's not going to lie, right, that she was raped, because it's embarrassing, especially she Kohen. So therefore the Mishnah Yishra healthy, she's believed, because a lady's not going to say something that is mevazeah. However, Avalacha, but here in the case where she says, Gerashtani, where she tells the husband that you divorced me, Sometimes she gets angry at the husband. The husband's being, uh, you know, mean to her, whatever it is. She wants to get back at the husband. She'll be me'izu me'iz. And therefore she'll be brazen. Which means, I can tell you, Rabbah says the exact opposite Savara. I'll tell you that on the contrary, when she says Gerashtani, she's not believed. Why is she not believed? Because in the case where there's an embarrassing thing, She's not going to say an embarrassing thing unless it's true. So she says, Tema'a Ani, must be she was Ne'insa, uh, because she's not going to just embarrass herself and say something like that. But, Gerashtani, Adraba. Maybe the husband uh, is starting up with her, and she's getting nervous of the husband, so she'll be Me'is in front of him. She'll say, Gerashtani, even though it's not true. So therefore, according to Rava, lo Ne'ema. So because we have a fantastic ma'alog, we have a menuna, and Rava. When a lady says, Gerashtani, is she Ne'emenet? Or not Ne'emenet? Oh, so comes the Gemara and says, Mativ Rab Mesharsha. Rab Mesharshia comes along and asks a question. Hashamayim beni lebenecha. One of the cases of the Mishnah was where the lady says, the heavens are a testimony between me and you. And how do we learn that case? That was a case where she was coming along and saying to the husband that his zera is not yoreka hetz. Right? That a zera doesn't uh, 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 shoot like, a, uh, like an arrow. And therefore, she was coming along and she had claims against the husband. The reason why she says Hashamayim, because only the Shamayim knows uh, that, that this is true. So she said, Hashamayim b'ni lebenecha, the Mishnah Rishona, according to Mishnah Rishona, we said what? When she says such a claim, she indeed is believed. Right? According to Mishnah Rishona, she's believed. So what's the question? This is a question according to Rava. Why? What did Rava just teach us? Rava just taught us that what? That uh, uh, when it comes to uh, Gerashtani, why is she not believed? Because she's coming to, she will be Me'iz. Also, what's the question over here? So let's look at the Ran. The Ran comes along and says, look at Hashamayim. Ran, the Buddha, but tell us, Shamayim, Benide, Benechat, the Mishnari Shona, She'amru Ne'emenet, Ki Yuftad Rava, the Ha'amar Rava, the Afidu, the Mishnari Shona, Ki Amra Gerashtani, Lo Mehemna. Which means, according to Rabbah, right? He held that when a lady says, Gerashtani, she's not Ne'emenet. Why? Because she'll be, she'll be Me'iz. So therefore, why is she believed when she comes along, according to the Mishnah, and says, That's not an embarrassing thing. That's not embarrassing. For according to Rabbah, what's the Sibara? She's only believed on items that, if it's an embarrassing item, and if she still says she did it, then she must be she did it. Because there must be it's true, because otherwise she wouldn't embarrass herself. Yoreka Haitz is not an embarrassing thing. To her at least. And therefore, still we're saying in the Mishnah Yishura, she's believed. What do you mean? I understand why she's believed on Timah and according to Rabbah. Timani, she's not gonna lie on something that's incriminating to her, embarrassing to her. But so why she believed that according to Yurava on Yoreka Haitz? So Gibran says, kesupa. Again, the question is, here there's no embarrassment, this part of the question. There's no embarrassment by Yoreka Haitz. And still what? She's believed. So therefore, Ravah Sivara doesn't work. Gibran says, Kasavarava hatam. Kiban de lo sagila de lo amra en Yoreka Haitz. 
since she didn't come into court and say it beferus, by the way, what did she say? Hashamayim bini uberecha. That's a very vague way of saying that his zera has not yoreka hayts. Ela what? Ilo itakidik amra, lo amra la, ole hashamayim bini lebenecha. Which means, which means, she would not have came into the betin and made such a statement like that and said, unless she felt it was embarrassing to say such a thing. And therefore, it's also embarrassing for the lady to say such a thing. Why is it embarrassing to say such a thing? Because kind of end, she's talking about the husband, private things like that, that the husband says, and therefore, it's embarrassing to say such a thing. And I'll prove, that, I'll prove you, Rava says that she's embarrassed, because she doesn't say that in the court. She says a very vague statement in the court. We're interpreting it that that's what she means. That's why she's the it. Look at the Ran. The Ran speaks out. Hatam. Let's get all the words over here. Hatam. Keban delo sagyala delo amra in yurekahetz. She didn't say it bifenus that the zera's not yurekahetz. Ilo itekidek amra lo amrale. Which is she wouldn't have said it only in a way where she was able to couch it. Right? The keban she sidicha le barel de barea. Kede amra shabayim bini le benecha. The sidicha lo mad bifenus mashito. You have to explain what those words mean. Alav. Dainu shen yurekahetz. She must be embarrassed. That's why she's saying it in a vague way. If it wasn't for the fact that it's true, she wouldn't have said it. So therefore, Ravah is consistent. Ravah says, just like the Dereshah, when she says, she's believed, so to what she says, um, uh, she's also because that's also kasifa le milta. How do you know it's kasifa le milta? How do you know it's embarrassing? From the way she said it, she's not a shabbat b'niu b'neka. She should have just said it in ferus. Ella what? She must be telling the truth. Comes the Gemara continues with a quote from the Mishnah: Hashamayim b'ni le b'neka. Right? One of the cases was Hashamayim b'ni le b'neka, which means she's making a uh, 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 a situation to her husband, which she's saying that she wants out because his zera is not yoreka heitz. The Mishnah Aharona, when we say Kota Mishnah Aharona, she's not believed the Kota Mishnah Aharona until she brings proof, right? That was the whole point of the Mishnah Aharona. That in all these three cases over here, you gotta bring proof. Oh, Tevet Yufta Derava Menuna. Let it be a question on Rava Menuna. Why? Vahaka di yada hi uba'la yadaba viketani delomehemna. Which means, in this case over here, she knows that the zera is not yorekahetz, and he knows the zera is not yorekahetz, and still what? You're not believed. I thought on the contrary. I thought on items according to Rebbe Minurah that the husband knows about, she's believed, because she's not going to be me'iz. What was the reason why Rebbe Minurah said by Gerashtani that, that the lady is believed? Because since the husband knows if, she gave, if he gave his wife a divorce or not, she's not going to be me'izah in front of the husband. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean, Rebbe Menunah? You have a kasha from the Sefah of the Mishnah. Because in the Sefah of the Mishnah, what did it say? The lady comes along and says, Your zera is not your rekahetz. Now, he knows if it's zera is your rekahetz or not. And still what? The Mishnah says, not believed. In the Mishnah, why not believed? Since he knows, she's not going to brazenly lie against. So if it's a question according to Rebbe Menunah, Kabbalah's answer. Kasavara Rebbe he might know if he's able to make a bi'ah or not. 
not might know. He knows if he can make a biyah or not. But he doesn't know if it's zera zurekechetz. Only the lady knows if the zera zurekechetz because she feels it kind of there. So therefore, that's why she's not believed because the husband doesn't know. No, she's not believed. Therefore, in the sefa, according to Mishnah Harona, you're not believed. Why? Because lo yada, and therefore she could be lying again. The only time we say that the lady is going to be honest is if the husband knows what happened. She's not going to be me'iza. In this case, the Gemara is saying, the husband doesn't know if the The lady knows that. Therefore, she can say anything she wants. When she comes along and says, the Zerah Zerah could be she's lying because the husband cannot uh, disprove it. Therefore, she'll be me'iza uh, in such a case. And that's why you have no question against Zerah So it comes out, the Maskarat, this Sugya, you have again a mahloket, fantastic mahloket, you have a minuran rava, when a lady says, Girashtani, do you believe or not? Kotra minuran, you believe her. Or Kotra rava, no. Sheila is, what's the halakha? So look at the ran. The ran says, Ulinyan halakha. Scroll down in the ran, you see Ulinyan halakha. Kaimalan kerava minuna. Oh. The isha she'amra le ba'la Girashtani, ne'emenet. The sugyan bechule hashas kebateh. The Ran goes a step further. Not only is she believed to say that she's Nidgarsha, but she's believed to the extent where the husband's going to have to shell out the Ketubah, which means it's a full, we believe uh, fully. Weren't we comparing this case to the cases of our Mishnah? The cases of our Mishnah were cases where the lady gets divorced and gets a Ketubah. And since we were drawing analogies between this case and the cases of our Mishnah, the Ram wants to say, when she claims that claim, she's considered divorced and she's going to get the Ketubah as well. The Katani Yotzit Minotelet Ketubata. Good. Then the, uh, the Ram over here has a, uh, a subject over here. Maybe she'll get only Ketubah, but she won't get Tosefet Ketubah. Tosefet Ketubah is what the husband you know, adds on uh, to the standard amount of the ketubah. So he says, could be only ketubah she's going to get, but not the tosefet ketubah. That's what he wants to say as well. Now, the Ran goes on to say, Good. Now, look at the Ran, uh, one, two, three, four, the fourth, fifth wide line down. Only when she's claiming what that she wants to uh, get divorced, who damn you Which means if she just comes up straight and says, I want the ketubah, then she's not believed. Since over she's not claiming ketubah, she's claiming girushin. Once you believe on the girushin, then the man that the ketubah is. Uh, brought out as a result of it. Okay, comes the Gemara further and says, now we're going to discuss some stories. Okay, there was a certain woman. Every night that she had Tashmish with her husband, the next morning she would wash her husband's hands. After the Tashmish, you have to make the Tashadayim. So she was a good wife. After Tashmish, every night, in the morning, she would bring the, the, the Tashadayim, uh, to wash her husband's hands. Good. Look at the Ran on the bottom. 
Eshet Kohen Aita. Oh, the Zoran tells us a very important fact. She was the wife of a Kohen. The Eshet Yisrael, Kevan Shafid Lefid Devaras Sevurai Tashi Ba'ala in the Chaonis Gadol Mizeh. We're going to see a case of it where she was Ne'inzah. And therefore, the Gemara is going to say, she, is she forbidden to the husband or not? Now, if she was Eshet Yisrael, even, even if she was Ne'inzah, she's still mutated to the husband. So then we have to say the case is talking about a Eshet Kohen. Now, what happened? So what happened? The next one morning she comes, she brings the husband, the husband comes along and says, what are you talking about? He comes along and says, she brought him the water to wash his hands. So the husband tells her, what are you talking? I wasn't with you. Which means they were not that me. What are you bringing me the water for? Oh, Amra le. So she comes along and says, if that's the case, imken had min nochrim. It must have been one of the nochrim ahaluye, which means one of the besamim merchants that's selling the mochre uh, oil is is a type of uh, spice. The spice merchants came to the house. It seems that night. So it could be one of the spice merchants over there made uh, this havon uh, over here. Right, that was here today. If it wasn't you, maybe it was one of them. So now the Sheila is, she's Eshet Kohen. She's claiming over, the guy's claiming it wasn't me. And she's claiming oh, it must have been one of them. She's the Insah. Because obviously she didn't know. And therefore the question is, is she forbidden to go back to husband or not? Amar of Nachman, natna you don't believe her. Her eyes are probably on somebody else. So therefore she's trying to get out of the marriage of the husband. So therefore she's making up a story. Until you have proof, you do not accept such a, uh, such a story. Again, probably she saw somebody else she wants to be with. Therefore what? She fabricated the story. So therefore you cannot trust her in order to get out. Gemara tells a similar story. Gemara says, Ahi ittita. There was a certain woman, she didn't show a happy face to her husband. She, she always was like upset and said, Which is today, you look uh, very upset. No, you look very upset. Uh, why? What's, uh, what's the problem? You never caused me more tsar in the tashmish like uh, like last night, and therefore it's tremendous uh, tsar I have. That's why I'm all upset. It wasn't me. I wasn't there last night. What are you talking about? Oh, amrale imken halen nochrim Must be the nift, uh, the oil uh, deliverers that came to drop the nift to the house. Must be the goyim were in the house. If it wasn't you, maybe it was one of them. So the question is again: Is she forbidden to be with the uh, with the husband? So comes the Gemara and says, Don't pay attention to her claims. She's putting her eyes on somebody else. And therefore, the claim is not believed. She can stay with the husband. Gabra tells another story. Ahu Gabra, there was a certain fellow. He was hiding in the house. He was with the Ishit Ish. 
He was hiding in the house over there with her. And what happened? Who the inteta? Her and uh, this, uh, him and this, uh, this wife, this ishit ish. The husband came home. Now this guy over here is hiding in the, in the, in the place over there. What happened? So when he saw the husband, he broke through the hutzah. Hutzah was like a, uh, a curtain, a wall of like a hutzah's like palms. He broke through the hedges like, and he ran. He ran away. The lady's permissible. Now, if she committed uh, uh, Isur, she, of course she's a surah to the husband. Forget about Ishit Kohen now. A regular lady. Ishit Israel. If she committed the uf with this guy, she's a surah to go uh, back uh, to the husband. So the Gemara said, no problem. Why? She says, Im ita de'avad isura. If the guy made Isur, irkuse hava mirkas. What does that mean? Rashtadan says, Shayam mahbi atzmo kedoshil yir ekel or no. He would remain in hiding. Which he doesn't want him to become revealed. If he committed the avon, he'd be embarrassed. He'd be hiding still behind the door. The fact that he ran away must be he didn't do anything different. Because he saw him when he ran away. The husband was able to identify him. So that's a sign that he didn't uh, do anything yet. Therefore, mutar. Comes again when I tells another story. Ha'u no'if. De'al de'i inteta. Okay, he was uh, by, again, a lady's house. He was by Eshet Ish. Atta Oh, so the husband came home. Salik Noef, so the Noef went up. Etiv bechela'e baba. He went, he hid behind, like the curtain behind the door. So he's hiding now, right? Hava mehatan tahle taman. Now, there was cress over there. Cress is like a type of... Uh, Vegetable and something like that, and there was cress over there. However, the Noef saw that the crest was poisoned by a snake. The Balabayit came home, he sees the crest over there, he wants to eat it. He wants to eat from the crest. Which means he doesn't have any da'at, uh, 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 he didn't ask the wife or anything, he just wants to pick up the crest and eat it. So now the no'if, he doesn't want the guy to die. So what happens? The guy jumps out of the behind the door and says, don't eat the crest. A snake ate this over here. So now the question is, from this story, did that guy commit an avon or not? So the Gemara says, Amarava in tete sharia. He told your wife is muteret. Why? Im ite de avat isura. If the guy committed isur, ni hale de likul vilimut. He wants him to die. Of course. Dikhtiv. Ki naafu vedam bidehem. If a guy is capable of committing the oof, he's capable of committing murder as well. And therefore, the guy doesn't want him to have his, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this, this guy around over here. He wants to go get uh, married to what? So you see, the fact that he saved the guy's life, the husband's life, must be, he didn't do anything. So comes again what says, Peshita. Uh, of course, you have to tell me that, is that obvious? He says, no. Mao de tema isura abad. Could be he did the isur. And the reason why he wants the husband to stay alive so the wife, now that he committed the ufan, will be fulfilling the pasuk mayim genuvim yimtaku. 
which means like this. We know a Sivarat, Shlomo Melech says, stolen waters are sweeter. What's the pshat? The Yetzirah, when something is isur, so the Yetzirah drives you to do it, right? There's a greater Yetzirah to do it. Therefore the Hana'ah is always greater. If something's permissible, permissible is not as great as forbidden fruit, is always more pleasurable because the Yetzirah urges you on. So I could have thought like this, Adraba, maybe the guy, the Noef, wants to keep the husband alive. Why? Because now the sin becomes more pleasurable. Now it's Maim Genuvim. If he knocks off the uh, husband, so now ready, it's it's, it's not not the Maim Genuvim anymore. It's not as exciting as the Avon. So therefore, could be I would have thought that Adraba, that he committed the Avon, and the reason why he saved him is because he wants to have the Maim Genuvim factor. Kamash Ma'alan... That we don't go with that. That you say that really he'd rather knock off the husband so he can marry her. And from the fact that he he didn't do that, must be that means he didn't do the ni'uf. Now, the Rana over here, before we finish, points out something very significant. He says like this. The Chaurah, we have a rule that we're going to learn in a second sota. A lady does not become forbidden to her husband in cases like this unless he made kinui and stira. What does Kinui mean? Kinui means he has to warn his wife. Do not be secluded with such, such a man. And after he warns her, there's witnesses that come along and say that they saw these two secluded. That's what you need to have in order to make the lady forbidden. So what are we discussing over here? Guy standing behind the closet, guy standing behind the, 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 the wall. It means nothing. So long as there was no Kinui in Stira, there's no... Uh, there's nothing to talk about. So look at the Ran, the last Ran in the Masechet. To get what else says. Look at the Ran. Bechalae Babai, we're standing behind the door. Bemasach, Shnafnat Dilit. Vehad is the Kalahani Tameh. The reason why you have to come out to all these reasons to Matirar, Lav the Memra de Belava Cheetita Asira. Which means if you didn't have these reasons, she still would be permissible. Why? Deleta She'en, Deleta She'en Aishan Eserit Al Ba'ala. Or witnesses that saw the ma'aseh. If you didn't have these logic that we're giving you over here, that what? That the guy wouldn't have done it because he wouldn't run away to, to be seen. Right? Or you're saying, if the guy really wanted to do the avon, he would have killed. What do you need these sibarot for? Even without these sibarot, she's muteret. So long as you don't have kinui and stiran edim, She's what this. So what do you got to give me? All these other reasons. So he says, Hayara ui lakol lahush Even though she wouldn't be forbidden if you didn't have these sevarot, uh God would keep away in this case from his wife because of the circumstance. Which means even though Minhadin, there was no kinuich that technically she could be. She's okay. So so what do you tell me? I don't, what do you give me sevarot? He wouldn't have ran away. Even if he would, uh, uh, even if he didn't run away, yeah. she's still permissible. Even if the guy, let's go the other way. Even if the guy didn't kill the husband, right? Which means, sorry, even if the guy killed, killed the husband, she's still mutated. Yeah. So long as there's no kino istida, permissible. So what do you give me the sabarot? Now, because if he would have killed the husband, Baal Nefesh should divorce his wife in such a case. Even though it's not from the law, but once you already have the circumstantial uh, evidence working over here, you, you, you run away. Now, if this, if this noef didn't run out of the room and he stayed there, even though from the law you're permissible because there was no kinuin stira, 
But Baal Nefesh Yachmin al Atzmo. That's what the Ran is saying. Why you had to give me these Severot over here? Not to say that you didn't have the Severot, she would be forbidden. She's still permissible. But if you didn't have these Severot, a normal guy would have to be Hoshesh in that case over there. Let's say it.